Hare Krishna, <clears throat> my dear devotees, welcome back to the daily readings of Srila Prabhupada's books right here in the live studios in Hive, Kent, Southeast England, just near the English Channel. It's also called in Anglo-Saxon, the word Hive, it's called Haven. So we're welcome to the Haven. They say safe Haven. It's a English saying, safe haven. So this is the safe place where your consciousness is safe. You will only go forward in your spiritual development <coughs> by spending time, investing time in hearing Srila Prabhupada's books being read cover to cover, direct, without any comments in between, only at the end. Uh, and to establish the atmosphere, we chant Sri Namastaka every day, eight verses glorifying, I'm sorry, uh, Sri Mad Bhagavata Mimahotram, Sri Mad Bhagavata Mahima Stotram, from Sri Krishna Lila Stava by Sanatana Goswami, which is glorifying the Bhagavatam, but we also categorize the Bhagavad Gita in this same category, and therefore we're glorifying the Bhagavat goes like this. Sarva Shastra Dipiyusha Sarva Vedaika Satpala Sarva Siddhanta Ratnaja Sarva Lokaika Drikprada O nectar from the ocean of all scriptures singular fruit of all the Vedas rich mine of the precious gems of all conclusive truths. You are the only giver of sight to all the worlds. Sarva Bhagavata Prana Srimad Bhagavata Prabho Kali Dvandotitaditya Sri Krishna Parivartita O life heir of all the Supreme Lord's devotees. <clears throat> o Master Srimad Bhagavatam and Bhagavad Gita you were the sun risen in the darkness of Kali. You were the exact image of Sri Krishna. Paramananda Pataya Prema Varshakshadayate Sarvadasavasevyaya Sri Krishnaya Namostume. I bow down to you who were supremely blissful to read. Your every syllable pours down a flood of Prema. You can always be served by everyone. You are Sri Krishna Himself. Madek Madekabando Matsangin Madguru Man Mahadana Manisdadagamad Bhagya Mad Ananda Namostute. My only friend, my constant companion, my spiritual master, my great wealth, my savior, my good fortune, my source of ecstasy. I bow down to you. Asadu sadu tadayin atini chochatakada hanamun chagadachin mam premna ritkanta yogspura. O bestower of saintliness to the unsaintly, O exalter of the most fallen, please never leave me. Always appear in my heart and my voice with pure love. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya.
ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय कृष्ण इज टर्निंग अप द हीट ऑन अर्जुन explain to him explaining to him what is what bhagavad gita as it is chapter 4 verse 11 yayatam mam prapadjante kamstataiva bhajam yaham mamavartmanuvartante manushak partasarvasaha as all surrender unto me i reward them accordingly everyone follows my path in all respects o sena prita purport everyone is searching for krishna in the different aspects of his manifestations krishna the supreme personality of godhead is partially realized in his impersonal brahma jyoti effulgence and as the all pervading super soul dwelling within everything including the particles of atoms but krishna is fully realized only by his pure devotees consequently krishna is the object of everyone's realization and thus anyone and everyone is satisfied according to one's desire to have him in the transcendental world also krishna reciprocates with his pure devotees in the transcendental attitude just as the devotee wants him one devotee may want krishna as supreme master another as his personal friend another as his son and still another as his lover krishna rewards all the devotees equally according to their different intensities of love for him in the material world the same reciprocations of feelings are there and they are equally exchanged by the lord with the different types of worshipers the pure devotees the pure devotees both here and in the transcendental abode associate with him in person and are able to render personal service to the lord and thus derive transcendental bliss in his loving service as for those who are impersonalists and who want to commit spiritual suicide by annihilating the individual existence of the living entity krishna helps also by absorbing them into his effulgence such impersonalists do not agree to accept the eternal blissful personality of godhead consequently they cannot relish the bliss of transcendental personal service to the lord having extinguished their individuality some of them <clears throat> who are not firmly situated even in the impersonal existence return to this material field to exhibit their dormant desires for activities they are not admitted into the spiritual planets but they are again given a chance to act on the material planets for those who are fruitive workers 
the Lord awards the desired results of their prescribed duties as the Yogyeshwar, and those who are yogis seeking mystic powers are awarded such powers. In other words, everyone is dependent for success upon his mercy alone. And all kinds of spiritual processes are but different degrees of success on the same path. Unless, therefore, one comes to the highest perfection of Krishna consciousness, all attempts to remain imperfect, all attempts remain imperfect, as is stated in the Srimad Bhagavatam 2.3.10, Akama Sarvakamo Va Moksha Kama Udaradihi Tivrina Bhakti Yogena Yajeta Purusham Param. Whether one is without desire, the condition of the devotees, or is desirous of all fruitive results, or is after liberation, one should with all efforts try to worship the Supreme Personality of Godhead for complete perfection, culminating in Krishna consciousness. Text 12 Kankshantak Karmadang Siddhim Yajanta Itadevataha Chipram hi manushe loke sidir bhavadi karmaja. Men in this world desire success in fruitive activities and therefore they worship the demigods. Quickly, of course, men get results from fruity work in this world. Purport There is a great misconception about the gods or demigods of this material world and, mes and men of less intelligence although passing as great scholars take these demigods to be various forms of the Supreme Lord actually <clears throat> actually the, de the demigods are not different forms of God but they are God's different parts and parcels God is one and the parts and parcels are many the Vedas say, Nityo Nityanam, God is one, Ishwarat Paramak Krishna, the Supreme God is one, Krishna, and the demigods are delegated with powers to manage this material world. These demigods are all living entities, Nityanam, with different grades of material power. They cannot be equal to the Supreme God, Narayana, Vishnu, or Krishna. They cannot be equal to the Supreme God, Narayana, Vishnu, or Krishna. Anyone who thinks that God and the demigods are on the same level is called an atheist, or Pashandi. Even the great demigods like Brahma and Shiva cannot be compared to the Supreme Lord, in fact, the Lord is worshipped by demigods such as Brahma and Shiva. Shiva Vidinchi Nutam. Yet, curious, curiously enough, there are many human leaders who are worshipped by foolish men under the misunderstanding of anthropomorphism or zoomorphism. Ihadevata denotes a powerful man 
or demigod of this material world. But Narayana, Vishnu or Krishna, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, does not belong to this material world. He is above or transcendental to material creation. Even Sripad Shankaracharya, the leader of the impersonalists, maintains that Narayana or Krishna is beyond this material creation. However, foolish people, Ritagyana, worship the demigods because they want immediate results. They get the results, but do not know that results so obtained are temporary and are meant for less intelligent persons. The intelligent person is in Krishna consciousness and he has no need to worship the paltry demigods for some immediate temporary benefit. <clears throat> the demigods in this, of this material world as well as their worshippers will vanish with the annihilation of this material world. The boons of the demigods are material and temporary. Both the material worlds and their inhabitants, including the demigods and their worshippers, are bubbles in the cosmic ocean. In this world, however, human society is mad after temporary things, such as the material opulence of possessing land, family, and enjoyable paraphernalia. To achieve such temporary things, people worship the demigods or powerful men in human society. If a man gets some ministership in the government by worshipping a political leader, he considers that he has achieved a great boon. All of them are therefore kowtowing to the so-called leaders or big guns in order to achieve temporary boons. And they indeed achieve such things. Such foolish men are not interested in Krishna consciousness for the permanent solution to the hardships of material existence. They are all after sense enjoyment and to get a little facility for sense enjoyment, they are attracted to worship empowered living entities known as demigods. This verse indicates that people are rarely interested in Christian consciousness. They are mostly interested in material enjoyment and therefore they worship some powerful living entity. Text 13. Can you hand me a sweater? brown one that I've been wearing. Yeah. Mm. It's a little bit... Oh, how am I going to do this? Anyway. Excuse me, I have to put on this sweater because it's a little nippy. i got to protect my health for Krishna. Okay. Text 13. Hmm. 
Chaturbanyam Maya Shrishtam Gunakarma Vibhagasaham Tasyakartaram Abhimam Vidyakartaram Abhyayam According to the three modes of material nature and the work associated with them, the four divisions of human society are created by me. And although I am the creator of this system, you should know that I am yet the non-doer, being unchangeable. Purport The Lord is the creator of everything. Everything is born of Him. Everything is sustained by Him. And everything, after annihilation, rests in Him. He is therefore the creator of the four divisions of the social order. Beginning, <clears throat> beginning with the intelligent class of men, technically called brahmanas due to their being situated in the mode of goodness. Next is the administrative class, technically called the Kshatriyas, due to their being situated in the mode of passion. The mercantile men, called the Vaishyas, are situated in the mixed modes of passion and ignorance, and the Shudras, or laborer class, are situated in the ignorant mode of material nature. In spite of his creating the four divisions of human society, Lord Krishna does not belong to any of these divisions because he is not one of the conditioned souls, a section of whom form human society. Human society is similar to any other animal society, but to elevate men from the animal status the above-mentioned divisions are created by the Lord for the systematic development of Krishna consciousness. The tendency of a particular man toward work is determined by the modes of material nature which he has acquired. Such symptoms of life, according to the different modes of material nature, are described in the 18th chapter of this book. A person in Krishna consciousness, however, is above even the brahmanas. Although brahmanas by quality are supposed to know about Brahman, the Supreme Absolute Truth, most of them approach only the impersonal Brahman manifestation of Lord Krishna. But a man who transcends the limited knowledge of a brahmana and reaches the knowledge of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Lord Sri Krishna, becomes a person in Krishna consciousness, or in other words, a Vaishnava. Krishna consciousness includes knowledge of all different plenary expansions of Krishna, namely Rama, Nishinga, Raha, etc. And as Krishna is transcendental to this system of the four divisions of human society, a person in Krishna consciousness is also transcendental to all divisions of human society, whether we consider the divisions of community, nation, or species.
text 14. Namam karmani limpanti, name karma palespriha, itimam yobijanati, karmabir nasabadyate. There is no work that affects me, nor do I aspire for the fruits of action. One who understands this truth about me also does not become entangled in the fruitive reactions of work. Purport As there are constitutional laws in the material world stating that the king can do no wrong or that the king is not subject to the state laws, similarly, the Lord, although he is the creator of this material world, is not affected by the activities of the material world. He creates and remains aloof from the creation, whereas the living entities are entangled in the fruitive results of material activities because of their propensity for lording and over material resources. The proprietor of an establishment is not responsible for the right and wrong activities of the workers, but the workers are themselves responsible. The living entities are engaged in their respective activities of sense gratification, and these activities are not ordained by the Lord. For advancement of sense gratification, the living entities are engaged in the work of this world, and they aspire to heavenly happiness after death. The Lord, being full in Himself, has no attraction for so-called heavenly happiness. The heavenly demigods are only His engaged servants. The proprietor never desires the low-grade happiness such as the workers may desire. He is aloof from the material actions and reactions. For example, the rains are not responsible for different types of vegetation that appear on the earth, although without such rains there is no possibility of vegetative growth. Vedic Smriti confirms this fact as follows. Nimitta matram evasau srijanam sargakarmani pradana karani bhuta in the material creations, the Lord is only in the material creations, the Lord is only the supreme cause. The immediate cause is material nature, by which the cosmic manifestation is made visible. The created beings are of many varieties such as the demigods, human beings, and lower animals, and all of them are subject to the reactions of their past good or bad activities. The Lord only gives them the proper facilities for such activities and the regulations of the modes of nature, but He, never, but he is never responsible for their past and present activities. In the Vedanta Sutra 2.134, it is confirmed, Vishamya Nai Grinye Cha 
sapekshatvat vaishamya naigrinye nasa pekshatvat the lord is never partial to any living entity the living entity is responsible for his own acts the lord only gives him facilities through the agency of material nature the external energy anyone who is fully conversant with all the intricacies of this law of karma or fruitive activities does not become affected by the results of his activities in other words the person who understands this transcendental nature of the Lord is an experienced man in Krishna consciousness and thus he is never subjected to the laws of karma one who knows one who knows one who does not know the transcendental nature of the Lord and who thinks that the activities of the Lord are aimed at fruity results as are the activities of the ordinary living entities certainly becomes entangled himself in fruitive reactions but one who knows the supreme truth is a liberated soul fixed in Krishna consciousness text 15 evam gyatva kritam karma purvair apimamukshubihi kuru karmai vatasmatvam purvai purvataram kritam purvai purvataram kritam all the liberated souls in ancient times acted with this understanding of my transcendental nature <clears throat> therefore you should perform your duty following in their footsteps purport there are two classes of men some of them are full of polluted material things within their hearts and some of them are materially free Krishna consciousness is equally beneficial for both of these persons those who are full of dirty things can take to the line of Krishna consciousness for a gradual cleansing process following the regulative principles of devotional service those who are already cleansed of the impurities may continue to act in the same Krishna consciousness so that others may follow their exemplary activities and thereby be benefited Foolish persons or neophytes in Krishna consciousness often want to retire from activities without having knowledge of Krishna consciousness. Arjuna's desire to retire from activities on the battlefield was not approved by the Lord. One need only know how to act to retire from the activities of Krishna consciousness and to sit aloof making a show of Krishna consciousness is less important than actually engaging in the field of activities for the sake of Krishna. Text 16 
Arjuna is here advised to act in Krishna consciousness, following in the footsteps of the Lord's previous disciples, such as the sun god Viviswan, as mentioned herein before. The Supreme Lord knows all his past activities, as well as those of persons who acted in Krishna consciousness in the past. Therefore, he recommends the acts of the sun god who learned this art from the Lord some millions of years before. All such students of Lord Krishna are mentioned here as past liberated persons engaged in the discharge of duties allotted by Krishna. Text 16 Kim karma kim makarme te kavayo pyatramo hitaha tatte karma prabhakshami even the intelligent are bewildered in determining what is action and what is inaction. Now I shall explain to you what action is, knowing which you shall be liberated from all misfortune. Purport Action in Krishna consciousness has to be executed in accord with the examples of previous bona fide devotees. This is recommended in the 15th verse. Why such action should not be independent will be explained in the text to follow. To act in Krishna consciousness, one has to follow the leadership of authorized persons who are in a line of disciplic succession as explained in the beginning of this chapter. The system of Krishna consciousness was first narrated to the sun god. The sun god explained it to his son, Manu. Manu explained it to his son, Ikshvaku. And the system is current on this earth from that very remote time. Therefore, one has to follow in the footsteps of previous authorities in the line of disciplic succession. Otherwise, even the most intelligent men will be bewildered regarding the standard actions of Krishna consciousness. For this reason, the Lord decided to instruct Arjuna in Krishna consciousness directly. Because of the direct instruction of the Lord to Arjuna, anyone who follows in the footsteps of Arjuna is certainly not bewildered. It is said that one cannot ascertain the ways of religion simply by imperfect experimental knowledge. Actually, the principles of religion can only be laid down by the Lord Himself. Dharmam tu sakshad bhagavat pranitam Bhagavatam 6.3.19 No one can manufacture a religious principle by imperfect speculation one must follow in the footsteps of great authorities like Brahma, Shiva, Narada, Manu, the Kumaras, Kapila, Prahlad, Bhishma, Shukadeva Goswami, Yamaraj, Janaka, and Bali Maharaj. By mental speculation, one cannot, cannot ascertain what is religion or self-realization. Therefore, 
out of causeless mercy to his devotees, the Lord explains directly to Arjuna what action is and what inaction is. Only action performed in Krishna consciousness can deliver a person from the entanglement of material existence. Text 17 Karma no yabi bodavyam bodavyam cha bikarmanaha akarmanas jabodavyam gahana karmanogitihi The intricacies of action are very hard to understand. Therefore, one should know properly what action is, what forbidden action is, and what inaction is. Purport If one is serious about liberation from material bondage, one has to understand the distinctions between action, inaction, and unauthorized actions. One has to apply oneself to such an analysis of action, reaction, and perverted actions because it is a very difficult subject matter. To understand Krishna consciousness and action according to its modes, one has to learn one's relationship with the Supreme. That is, one who has learned perfectly knows that every living entity is an eternal servitor of the Lord. And that consequently, and that consequently, one has to act in Krishna consciousness. The entire Bhagavad Gita is directed toward this conclusion. Any other conclusions against this consciousness and its attendant actions are vikarmas or prohibited actions. To understand all this, one has to associate with authorities in Krishna consciousness and learn the secret from them. This is as good as learning from the Lord directly. Otherwise, even the most intelligent persons will be bewildered. Text 18 Karmanya karmaya pasyat akarmani chakarmayaha saburiman manusheshu sayukta krishna kramakrit Sayukta Krishna Karma Krit. One who sees inaction in action and action in inaction is intelligent among men, and he is in the transcendental position, although engaged in all sorts of activities. Purport A person acting in Krishna consciousness is naturally free from the bonds of karma. His activities are all performed for Krishna. Therefore, he does not enjoy or suffer any of the effects of work. Consequently, he is intelligent in human society, even though he is engaged in all sorts of activities for Krishna. A karma, a karma, means without reaction to work. The impersonalist ceases fruitive activities out of fear so that the resultant action may not be a stumbling block on the path of self-realization. But the personalist knows rightly his position as the eternal servitor of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. 
Therefore, he engages himself in the activities of Krishna consciousness because everything is done for Krishna. He enjoys, because everything is done for Krishna, he enjoys only transcendental happiness in the discharge of this service. Those who are engaged in this process are known to be without desire for personal sense gratification. The sense of eternal servitorship to Krishna makes one immune to all sorts of reactionary elements of work. This is a very important statement. May I repeat it? Okay. Thanks. The sense of eternal servitorship to Krishna makes one immune to all sorts of reactionary elements of work. Text 19 Yasya sarve samadamba kama sankalpa varjitaha jnanagni dagda karmanam tam ahu panditam buddha One is understood to be in full knowledge whose every endeavor is devoid of desire for sense gratification. He is said by sages to be a worker for whom the reactions of work have been burned up by the fire of perfect knowledge. Purport Only a person in full knowledge can understand the activities of a person in Krishna consciousness. Because the person in Krishna consciousness is devoid of all kinds of sense gratificatory propensities, it is to be understood that he has burned up the reactions of his work by perfect knowledge of his constitutional position as the eternal servant of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. He is actually learned who has attained to such perfection of knowledge. Development of this knowledge of eternal servitorship to the Lord is compared to fire. Such a fire, once kindled, can burn up all kinds of reactions to work. Okay, we're going to stop here. There's a series of verses here that fit together. I might even read the last verse we read tonight again. So we'll start here, stop here at text 20. And... If there's any reflections or points that were that stuck out, this is, these are very deep verses. Uh, we welcome you, please. First up is from Rati Manjari. Hari Bo Rati Hari Krishna. Jai Guru Maharaj. 
sharing the mercy. Sharing means caring. From Anandamurti Devi Dasi. Haribol Anandamurti Devi Dasi. Closer to the front this morning, today, tonight. Dear Gurudev, please accept my respectful obeisances. All glories to Sri the Prabhupada. Thank you so much for reading the golden hours with us. Golden Hare hours. Hare Krishna. From Subarao Rajagopalan. Subarao Rajagopalan. Hare Bowl. Hare Krishna Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisances. All glories to Sri Devadarana. Haribol Devadarana. Hare Krishna, dear Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisances. All glories to His Divine Grace, Sri the Prabhupada. Jai Sri the Prabhupada. Thank you unlimitedly for your beautiful service. Hare Krishna. And from Gopakanya Devi Dasi. Hare Krishna, dear Maharaj, the blessed time of the day to hear from you the cover to cover of Srila Prabhupada's book, Bhagavad Gita, as it is, and your loving realizations of these transcendental books at the end in the form of commentaries and answers to the questions. All glories to Srila Prabhupada and you, dear Maharaj. All glories to Srila Prabhupada. Thank you very much. All glories to the assembled sages. Haribo. From Bhaktamatsu. Haribo Bhaktamatsu. <coughs> Hare Krishna Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisances. All glories to Srila Prabhupada and all glories to the daily readings of Srila Prabhupada's books. Sudevi Dasi says Hare Krishna Maharaj. Hare Bo Sudevi Dasi. From Goranga Gopal. Hey Goranga Gopal, Hare Bo. Hare Krishna Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisances. All glories to Sri the Prabhupada. Quote The living entity is responsible for his own acts. The Lord only gives him facilities through the agency or material nature, the external, the agency of, of material nature, the external energy, unquote. I found this statement from verse 14 purport interesting because as we gradually come to the shelter of Krishna by practice of devotional service, we often forget that it doesn't mean that we lose our responsibility in the process of becoming Krishna conscious. We may depend too much on Krishna's mercy and perhaps unconsciously think that we are on some kind of pure platform of devotion. Being realistic though, from our actual neophyte platform, what would it take to increase this sense of responsibility to propel us forward in bhakti? Well, Krishna doesn't like slaves. He doesn't want slaves. He wants loving service. 
and that's the meaning of responsibility of individual responsibility each individual person is an individual soul and has an individual will and Krishna is the supreme soul and his will is supreme but he will never interfere with the independent small tiny independent will of the living being so our responsibility is to uh, use our independence properly to try to satisfy Krishna so you may say or may think well Krishna has everything, anything and everything what can I give him no there's, uh, there's only one thing he doesn't have and that's the love of some of us the love of a few of us therefore it is deeply meaningful to him get me the ninth canto So the way to use your independence properly, as you're talking about, is to learn this philosophy and act accordingly. Now, if I can just find it. Here is what Krishna says about that, about your question. This is found in the ninth canto of Srimad Bhagavatam, chapter 4, verse 64. O best of the Brahmanas, without saintly persons for whom I am the only destination, I do not desire to enjoy my transcendental bliss and my supreme opulences. Purport. The Supreme Personality of Godhead is self-sufficient, but to enjoy His transcendental bliss, He requires the cooperation of His devotees. In Vrindavan, for example, although Lord Krishna is full in Himself, He wants the cooperation of his devotees, like the cowherd boys and the gopis, to increase his transcendental bliss. Such pure devotees who can increase the pleasure potency of the Supreme Personality of Godhead are certainly most dear to him. Not only does the Supreme Personality of Godhead enjoy the company of his devotees, but because he is unlimited, he wants to increase his devotees unlimitedly. Thus he descends to the material world to induce the non-devotees and rebellious living entities to return home, back to Godhead. He requests them to surrender unto him because unlimited as he is, he wants to increase his devotees unlimitedly. The Krishna Consciousness Movement is an attempt 
to increase the number of pure devotees of the Supreme Lord more and more. It is certain that, is, that a devotee who helps in this endeavor to satisfy the Supreme Personality of Godhead becomes indirectly a controller of the Supreme Lord. Although the Supreme Lord is full in six opulences, he does not feel transcendental bliss without his devotees. An example that may be cited in this regard is that if a very rich man does not have sons in a family, he does not feel happiness. Indeed, sometimes a rich man adopts a son to complete his happiness. The science of transcendental bliss is known to the pure devotee. Therefore, the pure devotee is always engaged in increasing the transcendental happiness of the Lord. So, the essence of the answer to your questions is to stop thinking about yourself and to think about the pleasure of Krishna and try to please Him according to what He wants. That is the purpose of reading these books and getting to know Krishna so we can know what He wants so we can know what to do to please Him. It's as simple as that. Hare Krishna. <coughs> Next is from Gopal Roy. Hari Bo Gopal Roy. Hari Krishna. Long time no hear. I am really enjoying these Bhagavad Gita readings. I have been fortunate, fortunate enough to hear it live this evening and I am so grateful to you that you give yourself like this. I really liked the example of the rain watering the different types of vegetation that appear on the earth. The Lord only gives the living entities facilities for their own reactions. These days most people seem to blame God for all sufferings mm -hmm. and we are reluctant to take responsibility for our own actions. Thank you again Maharaj for showing how relishable the Bhagavad Gita is. Sometimes the misunderstanding can creep in that the Bhagavad Gita is rudimentary ah. and devotees can go chasing, chasing after other literatures. The literature. Thank you, Gopal Roy. Well said and well, well appreciated by yours truly. Hare Krishna. Yes, the Bhagavad Gita is deep as the ocean. And there may be more details in Bhagavatam and other transcendental literatures, especially Chaitanya Charitamrita, but it's all there in the Gita. It's just in a very sutric form very con condensed and concise. But one who is Christian conscious and reads the Gita will, will get everything. Hare Krishna. From Daityari Haridas. Haribo Daityari Das. Hare Krishna Maharaj, thank you again for the reading tonight. All glories to Sri the Prabhupada. I missed the live reading last night but wanted to comment that the purport 
to 410, which you read last night. It's my favorite. Mm. It's my favorite purport in all of Prabhupada's books. Yes. The first time I read the Gita six years ago, the whole thing was going completely over my head. But when I read that purport, I was blown away by Prabhupada's incredible accuracy in describing so perfectly the different kinds of bewilderment people go through. Mm. under different conditions mm. and could relate so much to it and felt that this person writing must be on a whole other level to see things with such clarity yes exactly thank you he then gives the means to achieving success and becoming free from bewilderment the whole purport is such a complete package yes I've sold Gitas on the street since I've sold Gitas on the street since on the strength of that purport. <laughs> Other people are similarly blown away by Prabhupada's genius. Yes. I'm sure there are hundreds of his purports as good as that one, but for whatever reason this purport has always stuck with me. It really deepened my faith in Prabhupada and his books yes and for that reason each one of us is an individual soul and each one of us will be touched by different points that are made by Krishna and Srila Prabhupada but the same it's the same we're responsible for hearing it and acting on it Krishna will not do it for us Hare Krishna thank you From Bhakta Rupa. Haribo, Bhakta Rupa, Haribo. Thank you for reading Bhagavad Gita Maharaj. Thank you for reading out the comments by Prabhu. All glories to Srila Prabhupada. Jai Ho, Haribo, Haribo. And from Ananda Murti Devi Dasi. Haribo, Ananda Murti. On the street during book distribution, I sometimes quote 4.11 to the people who are interested in how the Supreme Lord rewards us. As today's purport of 4.16, Srila Prabhupada says, Krishna consciousness is equally beneficial to all people, even with those who are contaminated with material affairs like me. Hare Krishna, thank you, yes. Everyone's looking for after Krishna because everything is Krishna's energy. <laughs> Hare Bo, Hare Krishna. Bhagavad Gita as it is, ki jai. Samaveda Bhakti Vrindri ki jai. Gaur Premanandi Hari Hari Bo. Do you have one more from Rati? No. Someone just came in from the short comment? Yeah. From Ravi Talsanya. Ravi Talsanya. Hare Krishna Maharaj, so grateful for your commitment to reading Prabhupada's books to us. Hearing you is a regular part of my week and brings so much inspiration. Your servant, Radha Damodar Das, SRS. Hare Krishna Radha Damodar Das, Hare Bol. Thank you very much. Everybody needs encouragement, and that's the best kind of encouragement I can get, period. 
Sri Bhagavad Gita as it is ki jai. Sama bhakta binda ki jai. Gaur premanandi hari hari bo. See you tomorrow night, same place, same time, same topic. The instructions of Krishna on how to live in this world free. See you tomorrow night. Haribo.